0: hey guys how you doing it's load the box it's jordan it is will uh we're back tonight or today i guess to talk about uh where uh, the experts so-called you know air quotes experts uh have the vikings going in this upcoming draft now i want to preface all of this by saying i am always on team trade down uh, especially with the Vikings lack of picks in this draft I think that you can get good value moving out of that first round pick but let's say gundio head you have to pick at 23 or 24 depending on who you you know who you look at some people still count the dolphins you know foil fitted pick um we're going to talk about who some of these experts have us have us going with and I'm going to start with uh, my favorite of all the experts, um, and all of the, the news outlets, that's the draft network. They are my go to home to, to learn about these guys. And, um, they've, they've, they have they have have not led me astray many times. They have the Vikings going with wide receiver out of Ohio state, Jackson Smith in Jigba. Um, Will, I'll let you talk about, you know, what, uh, kind of a player he is. And would you make that pick if you were the, you know, if you were Quasey?
1: Yeah, it's, this is a exciting one for me because um, watching him in the 20... I guess it would have been calendar year 2022 Rose Bowl. I'm not sure if you remember that game against Utah. I it was a wild, like, 60-50 <laughs> to 50 type game. Um, Ohio State came back from a big deficit. I, I'm not an Ohio State fan by any stretch, but watching Smith and Jigba put on a show in that game, I think put his name on the national spotlight. And I do think that, and we'll we'll talk about this a lot more next week with Vikings uh, trade and free agent wide receiver targets. But I am a big proponent of the Vikings going and getting another wide receiver. I'm not so convinced that it should be in the draft, however. Um, I'm not against the idea, but I think something that I really want to see the Vikings get is a deep threat. And I want to see someone who has just high level explosion. And I think something that in Jagba, I think, I mean, he had the ability to go over the top at Ohio state for sure, but I think something, it almost feels like he might be just Justin Jefferson light in his ability to run routes, hands, catch those kind of things. So um, that might be where I hesitate a little bit. I know Zay flowers is one that, some other people have projected the Vikings going to get. Yes, I've also seen some uh, Percy Harvin comparisons with that guy, and yeah. so that could be interesting, <laughs> an interesting, exciting. He's, sort he's of definitely got grab. that like,
0: just that quick twitchiness. This is Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers excites yeah. me like from. Uh, who do I think will have the longer highlight wheel? Maybe, I think it might be Zay Flowers because sure. he, he seems electric, but I, I really like that you said Jackson Smith and Jigbo reminds you of like Justin Jefferson light. Cause that's exactly what I was going to say was what does this, you know, draft to sound like, uh, you know, not elite, Probably should play in the slot. Like, Oh, not an elite speed guy should probably play in the slot. Makes a lot of hand catches. Pretty good route. runner. we don't know about his ability to like go over the top and win contested. Like it's spooky. Almost how much it reminds me of Justin Jefferson. And I did not like Justin Jefferson as a prospect. And I don't, because I didn't like Jefferson and he toned into Justin Jefferson. I am now like, I don't like Jackson Smith and Jigba, but I need, I feel like I should hop on the train So I'm not incorrect about him like I was with Jefferson. Cause I was very wrong about Justin Jefferson, but well, it's um, also
1: just, it's hard to pinpoint because especially with Njigba, he only had really one full season. And so yep. to look at, I mean, it's kind of like Kyler Murray. He had, I guess maybe a couple of seasons, but these guys who are just, and they explode for a season, but then there's kind of just injuries or whatever, transfer yep. or whatever. And so, I mean, it's like a lot of things in the draft. You're you're making an educated guess, and I mean, if just really quick, and then we can go to other positions, other players. But if you could pick one, Flowers or Smith and Jigba, who would you rather have? I, I would I would
0: pick Flowers because I think that we have the we have Justin Jefferson, and I I think yeah, Jigba might have that upside maybe, but I, I think Flowers sure. just would bring a different element that isn't currently on this offense. KJ Osborne, isn't going to do anything that Zay flowers can do in terms of how quick and just, it really is twitchiness. But, um, there's one guy who I would be remiss if I didn't talk about, I'm going to skip around on our list that we have here. Um, I don't know if this guy will be here for the Vikings to take. Um, but CBS sports, they actually had two of their experts whose names I did not write down. Um, they had them both do a mock draft and they both had the Vikings going defensive tackle. One of them was Keon white who was out of Georgia tech. And the other one was Kalijah can at a pit. I don't know a ton about Keon white. He's not somebody that I've seen going in the first round a lot. Kalijah can however kind of caught my eye whenever I think Mel Kaipo had him going inside of the top 10 the guy's a physical, like, he's a freak. He lives in backfields. I hate to make, he, he went to pit, so I hate to say, like, oh, Aaron Donald. But, like, my God, he's a little bit smaller, a little bit under sight. He just manhandles people. He rushes the pass at an insane rate. If Kalija Cantsey is there at 23, there's a 0% chance I would trade my drive. I would trade a pick. And not take him. I, w- I would take him at 23 and I would try and trade next year's draft capital to move up and take more guys this year. I I want Kalijah Kansi to be a Viking so bad. What do you think a John Randall could do on this Vikings defense, especially now with Bay and Floas? And do you think it would be a mistake to not go with a defensive back in this spot? You you kind of put the words in my mouth because the two positions that I think the
1: Vikings really should go after in the draft are cornerback and defensive tackle um you know you can make an argument for safety you can make an argument for linebacker i prefer the vikings to hang on to their current safeties lewis seen, harrison smith josh metellus have those three guys kind of be their safeties um see what cam bynum can do in the slot quite frankly i don't want to see him at safety anymore but um i want the vikings to go get, get a veteran to play linebacker alongside brian Osamoa. And I want them to improve at defensive tackle and cornerback yeah. in the draft. And so I think, I mean, you look at all these teams that are are still going, the Eagles, the Chiefs, I mean, obviously those two that are in the Super Bowl, they have big-bodied, physical, aggressive defensive tackles that can throw people, like you're saying. Um, the Vikings need to have somebody who can put interior pr- pressure on the quarterback and just swallow up run games. Um, It's not really something we've had probably since Pat Williams, quite frankly. Yeah. And it hurts. It hurts the defense without that sort of interior presence. So I'm with you. I think getting someone of that caliber at that point in the draft would be a steal. You go for it um, and you see what you have because they they can't continue to operate with these sort of bargain bin grabs at defensive tackle.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I still think that one of the biggest free agency losses the Vikings have had in my lifetime was Tom Johnson, um, who was low key, really, really good at like creating havoc on the interior defensive line. And we lost him and we never really got that chaos maker back in the in the interior defensive line. We got some run was. But I think Elijah Cansey presents an opportunity to, you know, have a, a true pass rusher uh, who's also going to be good in the run. Like he's he's going to be a very good defensive tackle. Um, there are some other names that we'll talk about later that are at defensive tackle who interest me. But there's one guy who keeps getting mocked to the Vikings over and over again by like five or six different sources. Uh, and that's South Carolina's Cam Smith. Uh, he's yep. a defensive back. And especially, especially after the, and flow as hiring cam smith is he looks more and more like a minnesota viking every time i watch his tape because he is just physical at the line he is kind of mean he he plays i heard somebody compare him they said he'll follow you through the tunnel into the bathroom um he he's just he's just mean he's he's got a mean streak to him and i think that that's what and flow as his defense calls for. um another guy who i'll throw in here really quickly is uh Keeley Wingo. or Keeley Wingo, I'm not quite sure. I've heard it pronounced both ways. uh He was a defensive back out of Georgia, had a lot of draft hype to be like a top 10 guy going into the season. And the best description I've heard of him came from Pro Football Focus when they said he plays like he is guessing when he's out there because he's aggressive and he, you know, if he thinks a wide receiver is running a slant, the wide receiver won't run that slant he'll he'll beat the wide receiver but if the wide receiver isn't running a slant he will get beaten pretty bad so Mm -hmm. he's kind of a second round guy that some people still think might go in the first but what what do you think you know a true first round talent cornerback how do you think that could affect do you think that's a need with a Caleb Evans and Andrew Booth coming back off of injury I mean what what's kind of your perspective
1: Yes, because you can never have too many quarter cornerbacks as uh, Mike Zimmer would always tell us. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, if you watched the Vikings at all in 2022, you realize that these guys dropped like flies and I mean, they went through Patrick Peterson, Cam Dantzler, Akaleb Evans, Andrew Booth, Duke Shelley, Chris Boyd was out there for a few snaps. Um, Chandon Sullivan obviously played in the slot, but you you can never have too many of these guys. And so if you already have Booth Evans and, um, Dantzler on the roster, of course you need more. Um, and if you can bring in a hungry rookie, like either of those two guys with just aggression and something to prove and somebody who is going to get up and be, you know, physical at the line of scrimmage, I think that's, I think that's huge. And, um, We talked about Duke Shelley on one of our recent shows when we were talking about Brian Flores. Obviously, he's a free agent, and the Vikings would have to bring him back. But I think Duke Shelley, like you've always said, he's got that dog. And his I dog. If you bring him back, I think, I think his sort of just angst and anger would probably make him fit this whole Flores scheme really well. Because frankly, in the whole Ed Donna shell defense he kind of looked out of place he was almost so like so aggressive and so angry and so just out there that the whole soft defense that the Vikings were rolling out there just didn't really seem like even though he excelled in it didn't really seem like he kind of fit in so I think he actually you know could add to that room as well so long way of saying go get a cornerback bolster that room you can never have yeah. too many of these guys there's somebody's gonna get hurt it's just the way the position works
0: yeah i think i sent you a mock draft i did where i took hodges tomlinson out of tcu mm-hmm. who stands at like five nine um i always assume that they're about an inch shorter than what their like draft profile says because that's what the school says so a 510 corner is probably 5'9 or 5'8 and I text you and I was like, I either want my defensive backs to be six foot three or five foot nine, because they're either going to be physical specimens that are very tall and can, you know, tip the ball and, and just use that yep. length to their advantage. Oh, they're just going to play like angry chihuahuas and they're going to bite ankles and they're going to, uh, as Dan Campbell, you know, I guess I should stop loving Dan Campbell since they're like our main competition for the division next year. As Dan Campbell would say, hey, it's all about bite. respect. It's okay. To respect it is. Him. And I, and he said that they were going to bite kneecaps and, detroit and i like for my defensive backs to be out there biting kneecaps because i like when they play that way and you know who else loves that brian flow as defensive coordinator of the vikings um last guy i want to bring up two names that i keep seeing mocked to the vikings uh christian gonzalez the colonel yeah. out of oregon and there's another one devin witherspoon out of illinois n- neither of them are getting outside of the top 12 stop mocking them to the vikings that's a pipe dream that's like doing a mock draft a couple years ago i'd always get these mock drafts where tua tua Loa would fall to like 25 where the vikings were picking and i would never take him because it was, was it ruins the entire mock drafting experience there's no shot that Either one of those guys are falling. They're the best two defensive backs in this class. They're both elite level talents. They're not Sauce Gardner level, but like they're a tail below Sauce Gardner. They're both going to be very, very good defensive backs for bad football teams next year. So stop mocking them to the Vikings. That's kind of my my final thoughts on it. I'll let you get something and then I'll close this out. Does that sound good? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, I I honestly want to. My final thought. I'm going to let it just be a question. What do you think about, I already kind of gave my thoughts on this, but what do you think about getting a safety? I've seen a couple people talking about the Vikings going and getting a safety in the draft. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I don't like it. Why? Why are we doing that? We have Harrison Smith, and I get he's getting old, but you drafted uh, Lewis Seen last season with the last pick of the first round. He has to to play this Yelp. And you have to roll him out. And if he's bad, then you have to own up to... We made a mistake. Yeah. And if he doesn't play next season, it's because he's not good. And it's because they yeah. they don't like what they see from him in practice. So I don't think safety is a position. I mean, look, once you get into like the fifth round, uh, take the best guy that you can. Just try and get a sure. stud in the making. <clears throat> Excuse me. But in the first three or four rounds, I have no interest in taking a safety. I think that... Bynum is a solid enough safety. If Bynum or Metellus, uh, you know, scene and Smith, if that's our safety room in 2023, I feel like that's the strength of the defense. Uh, just because I think that scene is going to be good. I think that Smith is still good. And I, and I think Metellus is a really quality backup. So um, I don't think safety is something that I would be targeting super heavily uh, going into this draft, but um, are you good? If I get, if I close this out, Yeah. I mean, Hey, let me try the
1: sponsors this time. So, uh, you know, this this is, this is my first time doing this everybody. So here we go, you know, cut me, cut me some slack. Um, you know, check out vikingsterritory.com, read my blog, the bad loser blog. Um, I just wrote a piece about Kirk cousins and a contract extension, super spicy. Go look it up. Um, (laughs) like I said, vikingsterritory.com purpleppsd.com always shop unified athletic wear um follow Jordan on Twitter at Ltb Vikings slash us on Twitter follow me on Twitter <laughs> at will bad lose I think that's everything did I cover everything
0: I, I think you did everything you called a big Sweet. audible though and I was like oh my gosh this is it I'm yeah. gonna watch you blossom Th- before is, my eyes this is my this is my moment Jordan this I am, was I am this... coming into
1: my own it was
0: beautiful <laughs> anyway. it was it was a, it was a sight to see and this is why last week I gave you a uh, a little trophy that I that I made, uh, you know, yes. giving you in a world for like best broadcaster or whatever. But um, that was, that was yeah, a big moment for me. I think that I think that it's uh, there's going to be a lot of people that think the Vikings have to fix the defense with their first pick this season. Uh, I I disagree. I think that if the right wide receiver is there, you take them and you really lean into this offense thing. I think that you can find guys to run the defense at an average level in free agency and in the second, third, fourth rounds. So. I trust Kwesi. He hasn't done anything to, you know, make me distrust him yet. So um, I'm excited to see what happens. But um, we'll be talking about quarterbacks later this week in a uh, in what should be a fun episode. At least for me, I'm sure it's going to be a nightmare for Will. But um, you know, I've been Jeldon, He's been Will. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Skull, y'all.